You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, every team, everywhere. New episodes of original content all week on the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. You've heard us talk about DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, and how payday can come every day by entering their contest with huge cash prizes up for grabs. This week is jam-packed with action ranging from basketball to golf, and DraftKings has plenty of ways for you to have a front-row seat to all of the action. Making a lineup on DraftKings adds excitement to every night and is simple to do. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every moment means more of the DraftKings lineup on the line. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion across all sports. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports, so there's no better place to get in on the action. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app now and sign up using promo code THPN. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's promo code THPN to get a free entry with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and good day, San Jose, and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Dylan Kayser, and I'm joined in studio by Producer T and Producer Pigeon, two producers. Uh, I, feel, I feel like a pirate with Pigeon on my shoulders. Yeah, it's <laughs> on the live stream. We also got Nick Floor, the one and only Nick Floor. How you doing? There's a few out there. I, yeah, didn't I, we accidentally tag? I, I, I literally yeah, tagged yeah, the one Nick Floor. We're not going to talk about that. I'm doing good, boys. I'm doing you're good. You're the only Long important day. Nick Floor. The only, oh, you're the only one that matters. <laughs> Damn. Stop it. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, like I said, we got producer Pigeon in the back. He's just Pigeon in the he's house. just chilling. Yeah, lurking. Um, lurking like, Pigeon. I'm a yeah. little scared, folks. I mean, it, it looks a little weird. <laughs> you don't get any like... breadcrumbs on your neck, do you, T? <laughs> yeah, I might, you might want to check that after this. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's looking. I know, dude. I can feel him over me. I don't even want to make eye contact. <laughs> but, uh, you know what, boys? I think the vibe is good on this podcast because the San Jose Sharks yep. won a goddamn hockey game in regulation Finally. against a team like the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. How about that? Get the reggae horn, right, boy? <laughs> See, that, that's an appropriate use of the word. Yeah, right? we don't, we don't, don't want, we don't want any bay horns up. Here. Yeah. It's reggae horn time. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. hell of a game. Yeah, hell of a game. About time, like we've, like we've been saying. Um, I'd say that was probably. I could be wrong here. I think that was their best game of the season so far. Six oh, goals, yeah. six different scorers, six in a row. Too. Yeah, I mean against, they were down two nothing. Yeah, against the highest graded. Uh, Defensive, like top, or uh, sorry, I'm just losing my mind already. Five on five defensive squad for the Avs, like just hell of a job, Sharks. I, I will say this: like the Avalanche are a great team. I don't think that was their best game. You know, no. in the second and third period, they didn't have much jump. They, they were they were looking a little slow out there for a team that's known for their speed. Yeah, I mean, there's no way this game. You know, there's no way that we win this game six two. 
if Avalanche, if the Avs are having, you know, a, a great night out there. That's just a fact. But we were having a great night too. And I think that any way we were playing, we would have definitely kept up with them. But it happened to be on a night that they weren't doing uh, too good and they had a couple bad bounces and it totally worked in our favor. And we're not complaining about that. Martin about fucking time. Jones. Martin Jones, how about that? Producer Chiel, I'll let I you know. talk about Martin Jones. First time I can't <laughs> really complain about him. I mean, it's, it's nice to see. But I mean, you kind of said it before before the show, though, Nick. It's kind of only happening once a year, though. You know, it's it's a once a year. It's the Sharks doing unreal once a year. Let's hope that we can go on a little run here. But we said that a, a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? When we uh, we beat we beat someone, and we said, "Oh, the next four games we could go yeah, on a run," yeah. and you know, we didn't. Well, so. we'll take the one game. We'll yeah, <laughs> it's it's at. And by the way, I just connected our microphones, so now uh, people can hear us clearly. Oh, there we go. Little disclaimer out there. Is that so <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds a lot better now. I, I was like, wait, it sounds. I think you're getting picked up on the pigeon mic, but yeah, I think that's what it was. Pigeons in the studio. He's it's lot, messing around. It's kind of lucky that we mic he's on. got his beak in places <laughs> it shouldn't be, and it's just a, it's a it's a mess. Uh, Zach Croft, Zach Man Two Hundred uh, on Twitter said Bob Bugner uh, needs to stick to the same lineup. It ain't gonna happen. No, sorry, happen. they, they made moves that. today that are indicative of that. And like we said before, this is—I uh, don't know if you've heard the phrase—playing uh, down to the competition. It seemed like with Kale McCarr out of the lineup for um, Kale McCarr out of the lineup for the Avs, they seem to have played down to the competition last night. Uh, well, if you're hearing this on the podcast, it wouldn't be last night. It's going to be on a what's that Monday? But. Uh, you know, there's a lot of positives that you can pull from this game for the Sharks, which is something that we haven't been able to do a lot this year. Boys, I think someone's crashing the party here. Yeah. I think we got someone joining us on the podcast. Uh, Ro from the Genuine Draft Podcast. How you doing, buddy? Good, my friends. How are you? How are we're doing, you? Uh, we're doing pretty good. Just yeah. uh, talking about that San Jose Sharks win and how it feels good to finally pull off a W, and especially one where we beat a team like the Avalanche 6-2. Uh, so yeah, we're doing good over here, man. Looks like you're already growing at that uh, that playoff beard, mate. Well, you know, ever since we lost Joe Thornton, I figured someone's got to step up to the plate, right? So I, I'm I'm trying here. I'm no Jumbo Joe, but I'm trying. I'm trying. Wow, oh, don't sell yourself short, buddy. Um, <laughs> well, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. And yeah, thanks um, for jumping on. Always happy to collaborate with some other Bay Area people. And he froze. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, before we get into some uh, San Jose Sharks talk, um, hopefully we can figure out the audio issues here. Uh, if, if you can hear me, uh, talk a bit about your podcast and what you guys do at the uh, Genuine Draft podcast. Yeah, dude, totally. So um, kind of the mission and... Um, um, excuse me for pulling it up. Um, um, should have it kind of in the back of my head. I mean, really, it's you know, it's about bringing the sports characters of Twitter to the mic, right? So, you know, he'll, you're, you, I'll hear, um, I'll watch and I'll see, um, you know, different threads on the Sharks, um, the 49ers. You know, we cover all sports, all various sports, really. Um, and it's about, you know, rather than going back and forth and arguing on Twitter. It's like, dude, just come on the mic. Just come on, just, just get on the mic and, and come talk to us. Right. So kind of bring in, you know, these, these, these characters that are on Twitter and seeing what they're really made of and, and bringing them on the mic and seeing if they can really hang, you know, hang, hang in or uh, instead of, 
instead of just retweeting regurgitated content and all that crap, you know? Um, and you know, we, I mean, we like to have fun. I mean, we have, we have different little segments. Um, you have the beer segment where we, where we rate beers. Right. Um, so it's essentially, it's just, it's exactly what it is. It's a genuine draft. It's, it's, it's just a, it's, it's three friends just talking, just talking sports, bro. You know, that's what it it. is. I yeah, love it, man. Yeah. Uh, producer Pigeon, by the way, is chiming in saying best dressed. Yeah. He is the best dressed by on far. this show. Easy. Um, I got a question <laughs> for you. You say like you want to uh, bring people from Twitter onto the mic and hear their voice. Do many people take you up on that offer? Or do a lot of people say, you know what, man, I don't know. I'm not going to jump on the mic and talk about this. I'm more of a keyboard. It, it, dude, it depends. So sometimes, um, Sometimes it depends on if we agree on the matter. Usually, sometimes they'll be like, um, "I would say, okay, so percentage-wise, it's probably about thirty percent of the people that I that I reach out to." Um, and that's, not, um, that's, that's higher than I thought, to be quite yeah. honest with you. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, some of them are still kind of, I guess, in the queue. You would say, right? They're like, they were like, "Yeah," and uh, you know, I'm down, and and so forth. Um, so you know people that I'll have to follow up with and so forth. Um, some of the, some of the most fun podcasts we've had are um, when we go live, right? So we did live in, um, um, in McDuff's. Do you guys know McDuff's in, in, in South Lake Tahoe? Nick, uh, you are American correspondent. <laughs> we're, so I, I'll, I'll give you the breakdown. So producer T and I, we're actually on Vancouver Island. Uh, but oh, still, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're still, still big sharks guys covering yeah. the sharks. So uh, we're getting dedicated to the team, but we don't know, you know, the Bay Area yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> to be quite honest with you. So, what makes you guys sharks? How, how did you? I mean, dude, the Canucks were a huge thorn in my arse night. Um, <laughs> they were a huge thorn in my ass for a long, long time. I mean, this is back uh, with the Sedine twins, um, Roberto Loango, and all that stuff, right? Oh, um, hell of a team. Hell of a team. Yeah. But beautiful country, dude. Vancouver. Damn. I mean, that's a place. That's, that's a good me. place to live. I mean, I like how we just call ourselves the Bay Area. Yes, <laughs> you know, we, we call ourselves the Bay Area. But if you look at a map of Vancouver, it's like, that's really actually a bay. It's like, it's like three bays. You know? Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of true. And we're yeah, actually on, true. On, on the island, so Vancouver yeah, Island, just so off of Vancouver. It's like what is it? A two-hour ferry? Hour and a half to two hour hours. Hour and a half, yeah. two hours. So you have to take the ferry. There's no, there's no bridge. No, no, no bridge. It's worth it though. No. Trust me, the island's better than the mainland. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't yeah. trade it for anything. Yeah. This, 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 this one, the, the, the Thor looking fellow over to the, to the right. <laughs> um, he looks like he played some, some, some puck. Did you? You, 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 no, you guys grew up playing? No? Give, give your background. Yeah, I actually, I was born in Wales, played rugby and soccer growing up, and uh, I ended up doing a radio show with Dylan here, got me into hockey, and here I am. Okay. Yeah. What's your last name, dude, if you don't mind me asking? Um, Ro- I'm Irish. Robert? Yeah. Irish on my dad's side, so it's McDonough. Um, Ireland, though. But yeah. apparently, according to my crazy drunk aunt Susie out there in longford ireland um apparently us welsh and irish have a lot in common i suppose um, yeah um so um but yeah i mean dude that game last night um i'll say this that's probably one of the best games they played like hands down hands, hands down, down. That I you know all, all season yeah everything kind of came together um you know um i think 
deep down there's still a, there's still a you know a beating heart inside of inside of uh martin jones you know there's still you know a piece of him that can <laughs> okay oh is that yeah. little so guy who's, there's who's uh there's producer what's up, Pigeon. Bro? Uh, what's he's, up? he's a local producer a local drunk he's a lot of things <laughs> but we love him we love him at the end of the day. drunk i can relate to the local stale drunk, bread yeah. and tahoe blue vodka is his favorite <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's what he does he gets stale bread and he mushes it up into a ball and dips it into the vodka <laughs> And uh, yeah, this is actually the or whiskey. This is the whiskey that he uses. Oh fuck! That looks like scotch, isn't it? That's yeah. a rye, I think. Oh, last dude. time we spoke about it. Yeah. Don't, you get you guys are gonna yeah, get my bro. dick hard, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but um, sorry, Nick, dude. I I didn't mean to kind of crash the party here, dude. Um, you you want to keep going on your um. Uh, on on the recap of the game, kind of go no, from there. You're good. You want to give party, me? It's a party for a reason, you know. You know, yeah. all, all's invited. So definitely feel free to crash in if, Actually, if you have some input well, about me... the game, though. Other than, you know, we we all felt it was a good 200 foot game for the Sharks. Did you did you have anything in particular that you liked about this last game as opposed to the other shit shows that they put forth? <laughs> um, I'll I'll say this, man. I'll um, the blue line is still meh uh you know even last night right there were times where you know a couple inches here a couple inches there the, it could have very well um turned ugly um i think what we have on offense in terms of depth right with the four lines that we have i'm loving it man i'm loving the the youth i'm loving leonard johnny leonard dude umass amherst kid um and just to give you a little bit of background on myself right um I played hockey over at Boston College, um, graduated from high school uh, 2009, so it must have been 2009, 10, 11-ish. Uh, and then um, it's an interesting kind of transition between the East Coast and the the West Coast. Um, my first year there, you know, we, we, we um, had a really star-studded union, um, you know, Johnny Goudreau. Um, um, you know, I could go on and on, but, you know, Probably 17 of the players ended up, you know, joining the draft and getting drafted and, and, and going on um, and, and um, parting ways. Um, and so that left kind of me and some of the other players to kind of lead the way. And definitely um, I'm not going to dare put myself on the level of Johnny Goudreau or, or Noah Hannafin or anything like that. But um what ended up happening was we we got knocked out of the playoffs kind of early um and so we you know we grabbed you know we're, we're in college so we grabbed natty ice or some bullshit like that and um head up <laughs> onto the rafters and um apparently that year the division two um games were being played um in at boston college or you know in the different university um ice rinks right and um you know, we just walk in. We don't know who's playing. It happens to be San Jose State against Arizona State, which is interesting. Um, and the level of play, and I'm I'm looking over at my boys. I call them assholes, right? Because they're met from Massachusetts and they're assholes. Okay, we know the assholes. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, we listen. We listen to chicklets. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the, the, I'm talking to my asshole buddies, my asshole teammates. God, God bless you over there. Um, and they're like, um. 
you know, they're commenting on the, on the, on just how good the, the quality of play is. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, I know that kid, I know that kid from junior sharks, this guy from new junior sharks. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. You know, um, <laughs> California, California is too big. California is way too big. There's no way, you know, him. and I'm like, I do watch after the game, I'll go down and shake their hand. Um, turns out the assistant coach knows me from my shark junior sharks days. And he goes, what are you doing here? Shoveling snow and all that stuff. You know, and um, truth be told, I miss my dog. I miss my girlfriend. I miss California, to be honest. Um, and so that was um, how I transitioned over to San Jose State and kind of helped them build the program over here, uh, which since I graduated has been growing. Um, and there is an invitation um, from the NCAA for SGSU to join um, the um NCAA D1, right, to join NCAA D1. Parameters being that we have our own specific ice rink, which we don't. Um, Arizona ASU was able to build one because of their rabid alumni. I'm sure you guys know some friends who went to ASU um, and partied their ass off, right? They're very loyal to their school, right? Nick, I'll um, defer to you again. You got any friends that went to ASU? I mean, we have friends in the podcast. We have Corey and Richie from the Sporty with Corey Richie show. They are some diehard ASU fans. They yeah, are loyal, dude. bred through and through. So I can I can vouch for them 100%. A- ASU um, um, and then U-, U of A rivalry, man. You go down to Scottsdale or something, I mean uh, – if it wasn't COVID, I'd be down there um, scouting the Giants right now. Um, well, but Arizona you know, doesn't think COVID actually exists, anyways. So you're <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, free to go there if you really want to. Oh no, um, no, yeah, yeah. I think it's the sun, dude. I think it's the sun, right? Like, cause <laughs> how do you explain? You know, great. You know, these great civilizations popping up. Yeah, I think I think if you have too much sun, you just get too laissez-faire, and you're like, "Fuck it, like, look, where, give me a Corona, let's find our beach." Uh, right. it melts the brain <laughs> a little bit, I mean, you know. Lack of water, yeah, <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah, no, exactly. Did, did I miss here? Did you say you played with Johnny Ham and Cheese? Johnny Johnny Hockey. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Oh, he dude, he's the he was the one. Okay, so I'm a little bit taller than him actually. And That's not um, very much technically, but <laughs> no, yeah, but he's he's the one that he was like, dude, keep your head up, man. There's nothing, there's nothing bad about being little. I mean, I'm about five eleven. Um, tell the chicks I'm five eleven and a half, maybe six feet sometimes <laughs> if I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> um, but you know, he's the one that kind of taught me how to, um, to, to, not, I mean, if I'm being frank, he he he. Time me how to grow a pair, dude. You know, um, if if somebody's big, if some if someone big is coming at you, just freaking duck, and he'll go right over your head. You know, he'll go right over you. <laughs> Good advice. Um, you, ever, you guys remember that uh, the Bruins uh, Vancouver uh, Stanley Cup series? Where, yeah, when Brad Marshall, never gonna forget it. I, I was, hope you understand that. Yeah, I was <laughs> oh, in Vancouver game seven and I saw the riots go down. So, yes, I remember. Okay, okay, okay. Were you, you guys were you rooting for Vancouver at the time? Unfortunately, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. no worries, man. I won't hold it against you. Um, but you, so you must remember when Marshan, um, you know, is is gunning down into the offensive zone, um behind the red line grabs it from um he actually came from the sharks um Erhoff. swedish kid Air, yeah christian Erhoff. 
Nice, nice. Not bad. Christian era. He's having flashbacks right now, bro. I just wanted to give you that insight. I can see it on his face. He's like, having oh, yeah, Vietnam's Aaron. flashbacks. <laughs> if, you, if you want me to stop, I'll stop. I don't, no, keep you know, going, I don't keep want going. you to go on um, But he 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 knocks he knocks Aaron's helmet off, right? Aaron's like, what the fuck just happened? Um, and then he he drills into the other defenseman, and then Sadine comes to his aid, and that at that point the boot the the whistle's already blown. Sadine's a big guy you guys know that he's coming after marshawn who's the smallest guy i think in the history of the world and <laughs> you know sadine just goes right over him you know marshawn ducks and sadine goes right over him and it was it was caught it was hilarious and the second the second that happened marshawn dropped his gloves and um you know mcquade was in the mix i mean that was a tough Bruins team. You didn't want to go toe to toe with them, like you know, um, take oh, the tape. But they were a tough team, and you know the the refs didn't seem to think so. Yeah. But uh, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> yeah. it was a great series, though. Great, great series. I mean, both teams won when they were at home, right? So that you know, the home ice advantage played. It was one of the most memorable series that, I, um, uh, for me, you know, that wasn't a shark series, right? Um, um, that I looked back on. Um, and you know, it, it has repercussions even in today's, um, league, I would say, and not to give on too much of a tangent here, but, um, the blues very much tried to, if you look at the blues team, right. With David Backus, when they saw David Backus and stuff, it was, they were very much, I think, trying to emulate, you know, the big bad Bruins, um, who were not that big and bad and up until you know that 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 run um but um you know they just um, had and, a lot of gritty players i mean even their skilled guys were gritty players right so that's yeah. a tough team to play against marshawn I, I tell this to sharks fans all the time um you know it's you know score a goal great right all that stuff is great um but what you need is we you need a blue line because um you know so there were no there were no seven game series in college, but um, our coach would say like, look the first the first period is is this like I don't want to see any cute passes like literally he'll 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 bench you for the rest of the game if you do any bullshit like that. Was his it's name just Morris? dump it's dump dump and chase and <laughs> dump and chase and bang dump and chase bang yeah a little bit he was a little bit like like torts yeah um, you know he was. Um, uh, a Wisconsin guy, ex-cop, ex-military, you know, all that stuff, right? So, um, and he, he goes, you know, just dump and chase and hit and pound that defender into the glass. And he goes, by the second, third period, the, the, the defenseman's going to be so used to it, he's going to be hearing your footsteps even when you're not coming. And that's when he makes the mistakes. Now, you extrapolate that over seven games. Right. And that's how you win a series. That's one, how you win a Stanley Cup. And that's what the Sharks need to do. And so to your question, Nick, um, it's Evander Kane. Right. Evander Kane is one of those guys that I see that I think the Sharks need a lot more of. Right. And it's probably very, very underrated. I, you know, I know he has his, his moments where, um, but, you know, um, Evander Kane, Johnny Leonard were two of the bright spots that jumped out at me. Um, um I believe Johnny Leonard had a goal. He ended up getting a goal, well-deserved one, I think, at the end. Yeah, yeah they did the John time. Leonard hype train. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, what, 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 what are your thoughts, guys? Um, 
Um, I mean, on... the, the game yesterday was was great. No complaints on our end. As far as the season as a whole, I mean, it's obviously not going too well. And do I think we're going to be able to dig ourselves out of this hole? I don't think so. I don't think we're going to make the playoffs this year. I think we're going to be semi-competitive in most games, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to be enough. I think this team is going to not barely miss the playoffs, but we're not going to be in the absolute bottom of the league. That That's where right. I see the team. Yeah. No, I I would agree with that. And I think, you know what, let's find the silver lining and, um, you know, um, all the Fairweather fans, yeah, all the Fairweather Sharks fans will, you know, jump off the wagon and, um, you know, we draft and we draft and we draft, right? Um, we do what the Blackhawks did, what the Penguins did, what the Edmonton Oilers are doing right now. I mean, how many first round first overall picks that the Edmonton Oilers had back-to-back. It's unreal. How does that even happen? Maybe you guys in Canada can tell me how the fuck that happened. Failure as a franchise. Yeah, the the city of Edmonton was up in arms for about a decade straight over, you know, picking first overall every year, and then they just don't pan out. Or they're playing fairly well, but the team just doesn't play well as a whole. And I think the problem in Edmonton was they drafted these guys, and they're so talented, and they're saying, you know what? Let's just throw them on the ice. Let's let's get them out there. But they rushed it for those kids. Uh, and they were similar. They drafted a lot of similar players, right? A lot of um, skilled forwards, yeah. Taylor Hall. Um, the, the guy that I really liked was the guy they drafted before Taylor Hall, actually. Um, if you guys can refresh my memory. Uh, Nugent Hopkins? Not Nugent. Uh, Nugent Hopkins, I think, came after Taylor Hall, didn't he? Uh, I'm just right. throwing names up. <laughs> um, no, yeah, he, he, he would have been uh, the... the the guy before um I'll, I'll pull i'll pull it up no worries but yeah yeah um producer pigeon who was uh who's jordan, a fir- jordan eberle he wasn't a first over jo- yeah jordan eberle oh, no, okay. oh that's who we yeah, yeah. Producer yeah. Pigeon comes jordan out eberle. i mean i mean yeah yeah you would play with a with a with a missing tooth you know um you know, he would he would finish his hits he would do all the little things right um and with the sharks offense right now i'm looking at these kids and I'm looking at okay, who's doing the little things, right? Because the little things don't they don't show up on the stat on the stat sheet, but um and I'm not sure if DeBoer is the one to lead us to the promised land. I think he's just a kind of a, a fill in guy, right? As as these kids grow. Um you know, um I don't I, I don't need to I don't mean to pick at the past, but why the hell did we ever let DeBoer go? DW I mean, nobody, saving his you know? job. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. It's like sometimes a team's in a position where you got to put the blame somewhere, and it's always the coach that gets blamed first. So yeah, when it should be Doug Wilson. We, I mean, we had a we have a podcast name. Um, I think it's like episode eleven or something, guys. But um, it the title of the podcast um, that episode is "Diamonds Are Forever," and so is Doug Wilson. <laughs> he, he's so not true. going anywhere because so the the general manager look is this guy named Hasso Platner who is ultimately a technologist who owns SAP. All right, he's up in the Swiss Alps, you know, doing God knows what, you know, doing weird German stuff, spooky German stuff. Right? <laughs> hey, uh, you leave us out of this, okay? We do our things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I love Germany, dude. Bavaria? Are you kidding me? Um, oh, the food. Um, Hamburg too. I'll say that. Um, but you know, you know, he, he, he's not intertwined with the community. Um, and so basically, you know, in my mind, I, this is how I see it playing out. It's like, you know, Hey Doug, 
you know, you were a great defenseman in your day, this, that, and the other, I trust you, you know, do what you got to do. Right. So I don't, I don't, I don't see, unless we start a petition guys, I don't see, and I don't see Doug Wilson changing it up. I mean, he needs to put some guys or, I mean, look, like what if Nick, what if Nick was just doing his thing by himself, right? Like what makes, what makes the essence of you, what you guys are doing awesome is it the three of you guys are here and you guys are having fun and you guys are three boys talking hockey. That's awesome. Um, but you need, you, you know, if, if you're just doing it by yourself, you're going to, you're going to find yourself in an echo chamber, you yep. know, oh, and Doug Wilson is in the ultimate echo chamber and, uh, he's got to, he's got, he's got to figure out a way to do that, get out of it. And there's a lot of ways to get out of it. You know, there's older players that, 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 you know, played for the Sharks, Owen Nolan, get it, get his ass in there, you know, see what he has to say, you know, you know, maybe he has his eye on some, some kid. I mean, I, I might, you know, um, for all you hockey lovers out there, go watch the world juniors. That's my favorite tournament. In, in Especially the- this last year, right? Definitely watch oh, this last okay, year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah the Americans Definitely. winning great time, but yeah. it is, <laughs> it is the best tournament in hockey. I absolutely love it. It's like you guys in, in, in the States don't understand when it's world junior time up here in Canada, people go ape shit. People yeah. go nuts. Like, it's it's something else. It really. I'm is. sure it's the same way in like the northern and the eastern states. Minnesota, right? yeah. California is just so football, baseball, basketball centric that it's it's very difficult. We you know we talked to Becker about it on the last interview. It's it's you see the hockey, the sport of hockey, and the the love for it is growing here in California slowly from the bottom up, and they're they're still expanding it until it becomes you know we want it to become something major here, and it takes a you know the fans it takes generations upon generations like i'm raising my son to be a hockey fan and i didn't get introduced to hockey until i was already a teenager so it takes it's it's a it's a group effort from you know the entire state of california to try to grow this sport to get it to where everyone you know the world junior championships becomes one of the most viewed sporting events in the state and in the nation, but it's, it's still yeah. got a little bit of ways to go on the West coast. And if, yeah, if you're a Canadian uh, and you live outside of Toronto, going to an NHL game or a junior hockey game, those are your sporting options. So it's, <laughs> it's really all we have at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh man. I, I, in a way I, I'm jealous, you know, um, trying to get the world juniors on here at a bar is near impossible. Um, um, so, um, and just trying to, you know, to chat with people about the world juniors, trying to find somebody to chat about with it, it, it's, it's near impossible, but yeah, that, that is, um, that, that is an awesome, awesome tournament. Um, you know, in terms of growing the sport in the Bay area guys, um, and I can only speak from my, you know, five year stint when I was living in San Francisco, but, um, you know, we have to reach the tentacles up into San Francisco, right? And potentially even be ready to change it from the SJ Sharks to the SF Sharks. Because I was up there and I literally had to pay a bartender to get the game on, you know, <laughs> um, and just because it's so far away from him, right? And um, it, it ultimately it falls on who, right? It falls on somebody, falls on Doug Wilson to kind of, you know, flesh the game up there because it's it's thriving down here in the south bay right um you know for those of the for those of us that live here we know that you know there's um you know this is sharks territory you know posters everywhere 
um, you know, the junior sharks and all the teams that they play the, 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 the Santa Clara Blockhawks, um, the Tri-Valley Blue Devils all the way up there in Pleasanton. Um, you know, it's a sprawling ecosystem of hockey players. And I thought, you know, coming from Boston, you know, I was you know, being born there and, um, my parents told me we were moving here. I was like, Oh shit, what am I going to do? How am I going to play hockey? Um, and, um, my dad tells, tells me there's this, you know, there's this thing called the junior sharks. You can go try out. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll just waltz on the team basically is what I'm thinking. But turns out there's 70 players that are, that are, um, that are out there, you know, trying to make a 20 man roster. And it was, it was, it was tough competition. It was no walk in the park. Um, and that's what we need to channel up into, into San Francisco, because if you can get San Francisco, then suddenly it becomes, it turns from a medium market team to a big market team. Right. I think the, because the it, biggest thing that the sharks have like run into an issue with, with marketing is no cups. You know, you, you look at the you look at the Giants, the San Francisco Giants run, and we're gonna kinda run a little tangent into other sports. You know, you look at the Giants run in the early twenty tens and that sparked just a huge wave of orange and black throughout the entire Northern California area. Like it's leaking up because I'm in I'm in the, the capital, I'm up in Sacramento. So right. on top of the Golden State Warriors having their runs and you just there, it's so much competition for sporting if you're not winning a championship or at least competing for a championship you're not getting the exposure that you need from a sporting perspective you have the a's the giants the sacramento kings the golden state warriors san francisco 49ers uh and then the the oakland raiders until they left to las vegas that's six teams just in the northern california area and then you're talking the dodgers the padres the anaheim angels the ducks the kings there's so many sports teams in just the state of California that if you're not winning a championship, you're not getting the notoriety that comes with it. So yeah, that that's what, in my opinion is what it eventually or, or inevitably falls back on is the team has no hardware in, you know, we got empty cupboards. So yeah, it's one of those things where the more championships you win, or at least at the very first one, it's just going to be a huge wave. You know, I want an ECHL team up in Sacramento like badly. They just flopped on the MLS team they were supposed to get. It's prime opportunity or even a damn lacrosse team, something to kind of get that stick and ball or stick and puck sport to kind of just migrate outside of the Bay Area. But I think that's what it inevitably just kind of falls back on is the lack of cups that the Sharks have won. Yeah. I mean, there is, uh, you know, I mean, look, what you guys are doing, um, yeah, you know, we can do everything we can, right? Because KNBR, 957, um, you know, you know, those are the primary sports radio channels around here. Even when the Warriors are not doing too good, um, you know, they'll still be covered, right? The pressure will be on, right? Um, in ter- so if the, if the Warriors are doing bad, KNBR is not going to leave it alone. They're going to say, okay, who should be fired? and who should be traded and how do we get back on course and all this stuff right so there is a certain amount of pressure that's generated and this can be applied to the 49ers the giants um those are the kind of the three major three teams apart from the sharks that you know really kind of stole my heart when i came to the bay area um you know there's pressure amounted you know from these guys and you know and 
they they have the equity to have say a you know um to to have joe lakeup on right um to have brian sabian on you know the gm of the of the san francisco giants um they have the equity to bring them on and ultimately you know what they do um when I was an intern there for a summer um, is what they do is they, they look at what we're talking about. They kind of aggregate it. And of course they have their own opinions, but they, 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 they ask, you know, questions that fans have been thinking about and so forth and um, kind of force the team, you know, the, the, the front office to, to take note that, Hey, okay, we're watching and we want, we want to see something better. Right. Kind of, kind of comes back to, you know, us being ousted uh, out of the out of the, the outdoor games, right? What what the right? Like if you think about it, okay. So first of all, we're closer to Lake Tahoe, right? And um, let me know if this is if I'm beating a dead horse. Um, but it's still it's just it still just gets at me because there's these beautiful pictures of of Lake Tahoe, and the only thing that's missing is is Team Teal. Um, you know, the proximity between the sharks, you know, and, and Tahoe is a lot closer than actually, um, Las Vegas and, and Tahoe. Um, and for us to not even be in that game, you know, I think it, it's a big slap yeah, to the it, face. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's a big slap to the fucking face. Oh, well-deserved fucking slap, dude. We suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, but, but when I, I know, I know we suck. But when did they? When did they set this up? Right. So, like, if it was in the, before the before the season started or something like that, then. But like to to intentionally kind of rip. I mean, we, I mean, we just beat the hell out of the Avalanche last night, right? Shark, you know, hockey has one of the you know most parody in any you know out of out of all the four main American sports. I would argue, right, that any team can win on any given night, right? Um, and um, and you know, 2016, we were in the Stanley Cup. Um, I guess you know who who like where does the blame fall? Like uh, you know, I'm curious to kind of peel the onion on this. To figure out how the sharks um, were not—I mean, Boston and Philly were flown all the way in from the East Coast, you know, to play in these games, right? Um, um, and not—and honestly, I'm okay with that. You got to get the ratings and so forth. There's no, there's no audience. There's no seating and and anything. But um, the Avalanche over us—I don't get that. They have their own freaking mountain range, guys. Hey, maybe uh, maybe they, a Vander Kane owed somebody uh, some money in Lake Tahoe, and he just couldn't fly down. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's a dig, bro. That's a dig. Um, uh, by, by the way, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, we we got a voicemail here, folks, uh, from DeQuavis, one and only, once again. Um, so we're the gonna Lord. play <laughs> DeQuavis, the Lord. So let's Lord uh, DeQuavis. Let's let's see what DeQuavis has to say on the matter. Hey guys, it's DeQuavis here. I heard you're bringing on the Genuine Draft podcast. I got a couple things to say and one thing to ask them. I'm personally coming off a 12-day bender off the Miller Genuine Draft, and I wanted to know what the longest bender was for the Genuine Draft. Thanks, guys. <laughs> DeQuavis caught <laughs> the tough questions. Uh, I wonder why we didn't get a voicemail last week. The dude was getting slitted, man. So, bro, <laughs> lo- longest bender is what uh, DeQuavis wants to know. 
a bender on the on the ice or bender, you know, like the alcohol bender. Well, he just said he was off a 12-day Miller Lite uh, bender. Yeah, so, uh, Miller Genuine Draft. The yeah, MG, man, MG, I'll tell you, MG. I'll tell you, you know, um, <laughs> uh, what's the math on that? You know, okay, so 12 times N, you, you know, I'd probably say um, during the – Hashtag math. During, during, my, during my mid-20s, dude, probably, I mean, it was probably every day. You know, um, so just college years in general. Yeah. That was the best. Yeah, so yeah. the entire freshman year, I was pretty much fucking hammered. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you're you're rushing a fraternity, you're playing hockey, then you know, this, that, and the other, and um, you don't really notice it. Yeah, you, know, you notice it later in life. Um, but when you're when you're young, it's like it's like holy shit. Did, like when was the last time I didn't drink? Actually. You know, um, <laughs> like, you know, now, now I have self-reflection and I have, you know, um, um, actual things I have to tend to. Um, so, um, I can't just be drunk in the middle of the day, but, um, you know, you go down to Santa Barbara and, um, that's actually where the, where the, where the podcast started genuine draft in, uh, Santa Barbara really. Um, um, and we just, you know, we thought we were cool. You know, I just got this tattoo on my chest take off our shirts and we'd just be drinking beers and, you know, hollering at chicks and we'd be doing the podcast like that. It was very, very just, um, you know, genuine uh, scattered. <laughs> it was kind of, yeah, it was kind of like the, the early prelude to the genuine draft. Now, um, you could say, um, are you a big but, fan of the artist genuine? Uh, dude, genuine. genuine. Sorry. Genuine. I feel a little old. Um, so I don't know him. Oh God! We're, you we're, you don't know genuine. We're, we're I think it would be the other way around. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, look, uh, well, like I'll, 90s, I'll, send, I'll send you a song after the the episode. Is Once it, you yeah. hear it, you're gonna know. You're like, oh, genuine. Yeah, genuine's yeah. Okay, fifty, so my man. When it comes to so he's a rapper, eh? More American singer and songwriter, more hip hop, right, yeah, R and B. So like you know if we're, if we're talking music for me dude it's like um like I like slightly stupid you know I like the you know Mac Miller um the Grateful Dead I like the classics dude I'm I'm an old soul I'm wearing a freaking blazer okay Pony you by know? Genuine is one of the um, OGest classic songs that there is Yeah well that's <laughs> my bad. I should, I'll look into it yeah definitely send me a link brother okay, I'll be glad to hear it um hell maybe i'll even um make it uh the intro song for the for the episode tonight um dude that that uh, would be perfect it should be the intro song to every single episode <laughs> of your podcast kid, yeah jesus what am i doing huh what rock am i living under i don't know man i don't know <laughs> you gotta figure it um, out here buddy it's a nice rock at south bay at least right yeah yeah well it's arguable um San Francisco's where it's at, dude. Um, we have this game. We'll be driving down, and there's just we're just counting girls in yoga pants, and it's like you know, ten out of ten, right? Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> Sorry, oh, guys. Oh, yeah. dude, you can say um, anything. You, you want. just blame it on me. I'm the misogynist. Dude, we have you know? a pigeon that drinks whiskey on this podcast. Anything goes. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it up to the audience to guess what's in this glass right here. Uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Taking a swing at it. Wait, I'm not doing it. It's a dirty old homemade swish. <laughs> is it uh, Bruno? something like that, dude? It's um. You, 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 you really want to know? 
It's it's um it is um you, no, I forget I forget that? you guys don't know all the trailer park boys references, <laughs> so I, I apologize for that. Yeah. Well hey well it's you, you guys know liquid IV, right? Liquid um they they uh, caught a hold of our podcast, DM'd us and sent sent me a whole box. It's basically like fancy Gatorade, right? Okay. Um you you know, so you throw that in, it's like hydration plus plus, you're gonna get the hydration. It really just tastes really kind of good. And I'm like, this is this will make a good chaser. And if you got some vodka laying around, boom, done. Right. So just use liquid IV. Liquid IV. The Pedialyte popsicles, man. That's what you need in Arizona. That's what you need in Arizona, dude. My friend goes. Sorry, sorry to cut you off again, but Nick, you, need, you need to show them your sneakers, man. I see it there in okay. the background. Oh yeah, you need to show them these those. bad boys. Those, those bad boys. You know, they, they rarely get worn, but your mind is going to be blown when you see these. So this was an exclusive. I don't know if you've seen like the Evander Kane tweet about it, but it was an exclusive drop by. Oh, don't mind Sharky; he's just chilling. Uh, it, it was wow. an exclusive drop by New Balance. Essentially, it was a, uh, a Pacific Shark themed shoe that they made. And uh, luckily, no one gives a, a rat's ass about the sharks up in the Sacramento area, mainly. So it wasn't too difficult to find these. But these things are, these things are baller. So, Dude. yeah, they yeah. They, they rarely get worn because I'm not trying to like blast them out. I I wouldn't wear them. You know, not even I would just. But I would put them in a gold, you know, in a nice encasing. Have you guys seen the new skates? The Nike skates. Um, uh, that are like based off the Air Jordans. Are you guys able to pull that up? They just—they literally just came out. I ordered a pair because I need new—I need new ice skates, and uh, the ice drinks are opening up. Um, so they're like, you know, they're essentially. If you didn't know any better, is that the Air um, Force Ones just chilling? Yeah, like literally like the original Michael Jordan Air Force Ones, but like as a hockey skate. Just chilling on and some they, too. They, they producer pigeon, producer pigeon <laughs> says awful skates. Awful skates. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm about to find out, pigeon. I'm just about to find just out. Just terrible. I, I I have to no. I have to first. They have to come in the mail. Then I have to. You know, I have to you know um, you know get a, acclimated with them. Um, yeah, and then we'll see. But I mean, Nike Nike and Bauer, right? They're they're in cahoots with each other, right? Yeah. They're, they've always been cahoots, so I, I'm assuming. But I, my my assumption was, okay, I'm getting a nice Bauer hockey skate. Is you know in in the form of a Nike skate. So um, the but, the Willie O'Ree skates that Vander Kane has been wearing are the dopest skates I've seen out there in a hot minute. And it, it's yeah. no it's no coincidence that the second he puts those skates on, he's just out there in everyone's shit all the time, scoring, just killing it right now. Yeah, just doing everything you need to do, dude. All the five things, right? Skate, dodge, pass, dip. Oh, shoot. oh, yeah. Sorry. No. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, it's it's one of the it's one of the things I've always um, picked on Joe Thornton for, man. Because he can't do one of the fi- one of the five things, which is shoot. Freaking shoot the puck, Joe. Yeah. I mean, you th- you think back on all the playoff series where we got so damn close and it could have came down to just Joe Thornton shooting the puck because he's the first line center. Um, and he's going up against Jonathan Tays, Ryan Getzlav, all these guys. And I wonder, 
if at any time it occurred to the coaches to pull them aside and say, Joe, you know what? Say, we're just, you know, don't skate. Don't do anything. We're just going to shoot. We're going to shoot for um, three hours. Joe Thornton, don't give a shit. That's why he got traded out of Boston. Yep. Dude. You don't give a flying exactly, fuck. Exactly, man. You exactly. tell him to shoot, he's going to pass even more. Like, don't, yeah. don't do it. Yeah, dude. I, you think there's a screw loose or something? I mean, or like he's dyslexic, but in a different way. No, nah, he's um, just the where, best to ever put on the Sharks uniform. Yeah, that's true. I mean, God bless him. I know. I know. Um, talking out on my ass. I mean, I think the first <laughs> the first time he came out um, in a Sharks uniform, he scored a goal from like center ice, a slap shot, like just the landed top shelf. And I was like, okay, that's, you know, that that's, that's Joe. Um, but you know, I think he got too reliant on his Chichus, on his Devin Setaguchis, on his, uh, you know, and so forth, right? Which is why, um, you know, I think, you know, I'll, I'll say it right now. I think Logan Couture is probably the most all-around best captain since Owen Nolan. You know? Ooh. Um, that's a hot take. Yeah. That's a that's, hot, that's hot take, hot. yeah. I would, yeah. I would, I'm going to hit the hard disagree button, but I respect your opinion. Hey, he was <laughs> named uh, the West Division Star of the Month. Yes, he was. Uh, the, the Honda west division sorry my apologies yeah, don't forget that out you know i called yeah. it the cash creek power play yesterday and i almost got copyright infringed by norcal <laughs> honda really so, they're gonna be kicking down my door boom Jesus, boom boom dude. how long do you reckon uh before we have um a bunch of a bunch of um advertisements on those beautiful jerseys there you got nick uh, oh, well, man. they'll never be on these jerseys specifically, but I wouldn't be surprised if they they bring them in a little bit at a time. So, you know, I'm not I'm not against it necessarily, like the little bits here and there, but I don't want to see anything like they got over in like the Liga and the, the SHL. You know, the NHL makes plenty yeah. of money. You know, minus the COVID year, they have uh they've had the the cap just kept going up because the revenue is going up. So as long as the sports gets sort of stays popular and gets even more popular, they won't have to resort to that. So hoping uh no more than what they already have. Yeah. But revenue was one of the reasons why um many people tried to, you know, in terms of finding the silver lining for why the charts were left out of like to outdoor games. Um and as a Bay Area kid, you know, that's like that's like my second home. You know, I'll say it out loud, you know, like um Shadow from the rooftops, baby. Yeah, bro. I mean, like we'd go there for New Year's and um New Year's Day, well, we 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 go to a pub and we go catch, you know, the 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 Winter Classic, right? And it was always some team. It was always Buffalo. It was always, yeah, it was always anybody but us. And it finally comes home to what feels like my backyard, and and we're not there. Um, anyways, I digress. What was my point? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was revenue, uh, uh, man. We're not making money. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The, the revenue, the revenue, right? So, so that was the argument was okay. The NHL needs revenue, um, and you know, I'm sure they're reeling from some of the really stupid decisions. Like, and uh, and I'm curious to to hear what some of these northern, so some of the Northmen thing um, about about moves like you know putting a team in Atlanta, Georgia. Like what? Yeah, why would like, they put it ever, in there? You know, like if you've been, you'd know. And then, um, I mean, they're they're still probably reeling from some of these expansion teams that they 
try it out and it didn't work right and it's some those are just it's just a fraction of some of the things that frustrate the hell out of me with the nhl um in many ways they lead um the rest of the leagues in in in, in innovation and everything and they're not reactive um they're proactive um but in some regards um in trying to be in cahoots with the top you know with the with the main you could argue the main three american sports right and it, the uh, hockey is really a, a north american sport right um in trying to get in cahoots with them you know i think they make some short-sighted kind of blinded decisions um and that's you know i think encapsulated in uh um you know atlanta and i think you know down the line we'll find out that you know we'll we'll find out just how long this little la you know las vegas nights thing is gonna last you know um because they they had early success right they they got um a lot of good pickings from all the different teams in the nhl and they um you know, in many ways, they were a team of misfits, which and they still play like, you know, March or so and stuff like that. They're taking, uh, you know, every time we play them, you know, I'd bet that a Sharks player is going to come out injured, you know, and that's something to laugh at. It sucks, actually. Um, and I'd like someone to kick his ass and hopefully it's Evander Kane. Evander Kane, hear me, brother, hear me. Um, and where are those yeah, skates? We, we just called up uh, Curtis Gabriel, actually. So, you know, you can lay out yeah, the fist a little bit. You can lay out yeah. the fist. Along um, with a, a slew of other sharks, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Ro, th- this has been amazing. We're running out of time here, uh, but I want yeah, to thank brother, you thanks for jumping for... on the yeah, thanks for jumping on the podcast. One last question for you: prediction for the next San Jose Sharks and Colorado Avalanche game. Okay, all right. So it, it's back to back again, huh? So we're playing them. We're playing them again. Playing them on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Date, second date. We're gonna see who gets fucked on this date. Well, okay. Well, Colorado is going to come out with a vengeance. They don't have home ice advantage. They just said we're, we're not. They don't have the um, the advantage of the 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 height, right? The uh, which which just it, it does catch up to you. It really does, you know. Having played up there, if you've snowboarded or anything like that, you know just how um, how much the human body needs oxygen. Um, and the avalanche are used to it we're not so when they're down here on um you know on um on sea level you know i think the sharks are as, as long as eric carlson doesn't do anything freaking stupid right um i'll say i'll say three two sharks in overtime Three, two, and OT. Fuck, not a, can't get a regulation win to save our ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got one yesterday, so I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to. I get get to get too far ahead of ourselves here. Um, but if we can beat Colorado, Colorado, we can sweep them in this little series. I, and I kind of, I'll say this: I like the kind of series thing, you know, the back to backs, right? Um, yeah, it builds a little bit of a rivalry, right? Now we have a rivalry with the blues and with the with the knights and with the with the avalanche it's 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 cool so you know that's you know um as much as i hate on the nhl um i'll say this you know um what they're doing what they're experimenting with the with the constraints of covid 
it's it's actually pretty cool right and um let's see what you know good can be taken and can be applied to next year you know um so thanks for having me on guys and uh it's a pleasure let you know um Oh man, these days we'll have to have you guys on ours. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And thank you for the prediction. So everybody, throw fifty bucks down on uh, the Sharks being the Avalanche three two. You can blame Bro. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, make sure if you (laughs) are going to do that, download and use it on DraftKings. Use promo code THPN. How are you? There you go. Cha-ching. Awesome, bro, man. Thank you so much again for jumping on the podcast. Quickly before you jump off, uh, where can the fans find you on Twitter and your podcast? So you guys can find me at Bro Thugs and Harmony. So remember Bone Thugs and Harmony. I I love that name. So it's uh, I don't know if you guys can throw it out um, for 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 the listener, but it would be R O Thugs N Harmony, and you can find the Genuine Draft at at Genuine Draft underscore SF on there Twitter and Instagram and the whole nine yards. So um, yeah, um, you guys got a great thing. All over the day. Right of the day. I love it. I love it. Um, producer Pigeon Later loves Pigeon. it as well. Uh, Does I, I he think he's name? I mean, is there an actual, there's an actual person under there? Nope. No, no that, that's an that animatronic. Is, but it, that is, a, pigeon, that is a real pigeon. <laughs> well, um, if I fly up to Vancouver, where, can we all go grab beers, Mr. Pigeon? Pigeon, he's asking if he comes up to Vancouver, will you go grab beers with us? Yeah! You're oh, <laughs> speaking his language now. Uh, all right. <laughs> and and ditto, ditto for all you guys. guys. Oh, Nick, uh, Nick, 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 where are you at, brother? I'm up in the uh, lovely capital in this wonderful uh, Yeah, you're, you're right. You, yeah. You mentioned, yeah, Sac, Sactown, which is, you know, downtown Sactown. I've, I've, had, I've had some good times. Yeah, not as many murders as like Stockton and Modesto, but you know, we're up there. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the podcast. Thanks for watching the live stream. Uh, Boys, let's give our Twitter handles out quickly. You can follow myself at DYL underscore THPN. You can follow the show at Stick Hungry Pod. You can follow producer Pigeon at producer underscore Pigeon. Producer T. (laughs) Producer Pigeon. (laughs) Producer underscore TEE for myself. Uh, Nick. You can find me at Nick Flora underscore. And of course, you can find ex NHL player, ex Sharks player, former first round pick, Mr. Bionic Knees himself, Kyle McLaren at McLaren underscore K. Well, you didn't mention that he's a co host of the show. Yeah, hell of an uh, outro. Hell of an outro, anyways. <laughs> Ro, thank you very much. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the, to the podcast and watching the live stream. We will catch you on the next episode.